Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law, a podcast brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Our last episode in Talking Law was part one of a two-part series with rugby league great Michael Maguire talking about the topic of leadership. However, we are interrupting the second part of this two-part series with a special episode as an interlude on some very important new legislation. And we'll be bringing part two with Michael Maguire in our next episode of Talking Law. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, I'm sure you've received tons of emails with privacy policy and terms of use updates in the recent past. This all relates to the General Data Protection Regulation, or given that's quite a mouthful, the GDPR. The GDPR is an EU-based legislation, but even though it comes from overseas, the reality is that it can potentially impact organisations here in Australia. So in order to talk about this topic, we've brought on board Marianne Waldron from the Master Advisor Program and our very own Elizabeth Lee from Aspect Legal. And together, we'll be discussing the GDPR and its impact on businesses here in Australia. Listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Well, Marianne and Liz, thank you so much for joining us today on Talking Law. Liz, how about we start off with you from a legal perspective? Why don't you give us a little bit of a rundown of what the GDPR means for businesses here in Australia? Because I think there's a lot of concern that I've seen in the marketplace about who this applies to in Australia, what businesses it applies to and what it actually all means. Yeah, so the General Data Protection Regulation uh, was um, put in place, uh, well, it was it, it came into effect on the 25th of May 2018, but of course it's been in the works for a good couple of years um, in the EU, but uh, I think that for many Australian businesses, uh, it's sort of come around pretty quickly and, and hit them quite suddenly, had this sort of influx of, how should we say, influx of... Concern. Concern. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's been bubbling along. And anyway, this affects businesses uh, that collect, store, handle, and transfer personal information, and particularly where it relates to EU citizen or person located in the EU. And and I think that for the most part, Australian businesses haven't seen themselves as being in that position. But I think increasingly they've they've come to realise they actually could be exposed. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you know what, this all reminds me a bit of the Privacy Act commencement here in Australia, actually, I must say. And in fact, not just that, but any of the legislation that we've had come in over the last couple of years, the Personal Property Securities Act legislation, anything that is, I guess, a major change. We see businesses not really taking any action until like the eve of the commencement of the legislation. And then suddenly everyone's all in an uproar about it, trying to work out 
what it actually means for them. And I guess that's where we are at the moment. And, and Marianne, maybe this is where I might point over to you. Is this part of the reason why you've put together the events and the kits that you're working on to help bring businesses into the understanding of what's going on in this um, GDPR legislation? Joanna, thank you so much and thank you for inviting me on your podcast. Look, absolutely, I was, you know, very concerned about it. I helped produce some programs for ABC Radio National and I, I was looking at GDPR and I thought, gosh, this state's coming up. And then I did a little bit of research and then I realised, oh, my God, no one knows what to do. Yeah. And when I spoke to various accountants and lawyers and small businesses, no one really knew. And some of the big law firms were like, oh, yeah, we've got people in the UK and uh, in Europe who we'll call in to help. But I don't think anyone in Australia, unless you're a multinational with a lot of Europeans on your database, really did a lot about making sure they are GDPR compliant. And then all of a sudden, just as the 25th arrived, we all got inundated with thousands and thousands of notes or emails in our inboxes from everyone saying they're GDPR compliant. It was a bit hard to miss, wasn't it? You know, we had, we had two belts. And anyway, I ended up ringing up the ABC saying, I think we need to do an event on this. And they agreed. And, and so I did some research and put some, you know, put a panel together. And, um, and then I did some more exploring and I found um, some people in the UK who were selling kits. And um, so I rang them up and I said, you know, could you make these available to, in Australia, please? And so I then found you, <laughs> Joanna, and I thought, you know, we need a privacy lawyer as well as we need a compliance organisation like uh, we found from Mojo U in the UK. And uh, Mark James, Reverend Mark James, has actually uh, been operating, you know, for quite a lot, few years, but he's been looking at GDPR for the last couple of years and he's put in place an amazing online training program where he helps take people through what you need to do. And I've been doing the online training as I believe lots of other people, you know, in Europe have done. And um, it's absolutely phenomenal information and there's so much more to the GDPR privacy than I ever thought and and there, there is a bit of a jump from our Australian privacy laws to be GDPR compliant so that's why I said okay let's get the kit let's make it available to all Australians we'll give you know 20 minutes with a legal privacy lawyer and then 20 minutes with him he's giving a month's online support with the basic level templates kit and then a month of online training which is all part of the kit price so you know anyone who goes to the event in Melbourne on the 20th of June which is uh, going to be a phenomenal event we've got the Victorian Information Commissioner speaking someone from Dolby uh, talking about audio and then someone from Kenico, which is a, a CMS big European company that have made their whole system GDPR compliant so it's easy for some of the big set websites in the world to um, work through them, and then also a, a lawyer from Swinburne Uni. So it's um, going to be a really interesting discussion, and my thing that I came up with the first time was like, what about me? You know, I know a lot of Europeans. I've got some Europeans on my database. I don't want to be in trouble so that's why I was concerned and I, I I run some you know some entrepreneur programs and um I rang up some of the on you know the entrepreneurs who you know got over a million dollars in in revenue and said do you know about GDPR and some of them didn't and then one of them um sent me a, a note saying that she's GDPR compliant and I, I rang her up and I said 
who did it for you? And she said, oh, we, we couldn't work out how to do it. We asked my lawyer and he didn't know. So my board member did it for us. And I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking, wow, does she actually know all the implications of this? And it's bigger than just, it's something about training a whole new culture about, you know, data processing and who controls the process, who controls the data and where the data is going. So, for example, you know, if I, as a small business, had a virtual assistant in um, the Philippines, I'd have to make sure that my virtual assistant was working for a company that was GDPR compliant. Otherwise, if they've got access to my data, you know, that could be a breach. So everything you do, all your processes need to be looked at. And look, that might be a good point for us to talk a little bit more about um, the legal elements, Liz, as well. So a couple of the things that you're talking about there, Marianne, I, I think are worth drilling into a little bit further. So firstly, looking at the Privacy Act here in Australia. So the Privacy Act, generally speaking, isn't applicable to small business. So that's businesses who have a turnover of less than 3 million. Now, there are some exceptions to that for businesses that process health-related information and some other exceptions. But generally speaking, businesses who are have a turnover of under 3 million aren't captured by the Australian privacy law. But Liz, I, I, this is yes, interesting. Right. The, the GDPR seems to be capturing even these small businesses. Yes, that's right. So right up until now, the small businesses, you know, as you described, didn't have to comply with the Privacy Act. But all of a sudden, they find themselves having to comply with this European law. Which potentially is far more stringent than... Yes, that's uh, right, which has far, you know, far privacy, more um, heavier penalties for not complying. Well, that's the big thing, yeah. isn't it? So, you know, penalties here we're talking about of up to, what is it, up to 4% of... Um, of global income. It's not just your European income. Mm. So it's your global income or 20 million euros. I mean, yeah. people like Facebook were regularly getting fined $2 million a day for breaches in Europe and they didn't care. But now mm. it's several billion dollars a day, so they do care. So, you know, <laughs> it's, um, they've really hoiked up the fines to make everyone accountable. And one of the key things that is happening in Europe that is not happening in Australia yet, but it will, you know, because of the Senate legislation or the motion that we're going to go towards GDPR, is that the right to be private, you know, people can actually, as citizens, say, I do not want to be marketed to. And I want, yes. I want to know exactly what's on your database and where my information is going and who's looking at it. Yes, that's right, Marianne. Um, you know, under the GDPR, that uh, they have a right to be forgotten completely. So um, that's quite... Right uh, to be forgotten. I like yes. that term. That's right <laughs> to be forgotten. Don't you love um, the terminology that, uh, that we see in all of this? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's new to the, you know, Australian privacy framework to, mm. to have the ability by companies to be able to completely erase all information about particular customer. Yeah, and, and I guess this is where we come back to a systems approach because really this this legislation has both a legal element, but in one sense, I, I don't think the legal element is perhaps even as large as the system <laughs> element and the technology. Yes, that's right. There's a real process behind this that has to come into play in order to comply with the GDPR. 
And and one of the things that I've I've realised is that you know by going on this journey, it actually makes us all much better, sort of much more accountable for what we do. For example, you know I'm a small business, and you know a lot of the small business breaches are through human error. And so for me, you know, if I'm leaving my office or going away, I have a lockable uh, safe, I have uh, a lockable door. Uh, to my office. And what Mark James has been talking about is that, you know, sometimes small businesses leave, you know, forms with credit cards on the front desk and they people go to lunch. I mean, anyone could grab those. You've got to be so diligent with everything you're doing with anyone's data. And a breach, you have to let the various information commissioners in Europe know within 72 hours if it's a major breach like credit cards or someone stole all your credit card data. And also you'd have an obligation, I imagine, I don't know, I'd check with you, Elizabeth, you'd have to tell your bank, wouldn't you? And you'd also have to alert the Australian authorities and also maybe the customers involved. It's a really good point you raise here, Marianne, because we've got, and, and I guess, you know, this interplay of the two different legislation. Once again, you, you know, I think it's really important that we reiterate that this legislation is not legislation at the moment in Australia. It's only relevant to Australian businesses in that the EU has passed this legislation in respect of organisations that deal with EU citizens. So where you have clients that are based in the EU or you have people on your database, you're collecting information from people who are based in the EU, then that is the type of business who will be caught by this EU legislation. But just to be clear, it's not legislation here in Australia right now. So the exposure that you have is that an EU regulator might take action against you here in Australia. So, you know, just so that everyone knows, because it's very confusing, you know, where, where does this it legislation is. It is. And if people want to know more about it, I mean, they can go to the Master Advisor Program website and they, they can find out about what's in the kit and also what the event's about in Melbourne. And that right. the good thing about that event, Joanna, is that it will be pre-recorded and, and broadcast later. So, you know, we can actually make that available, your customers. I mean, your podcast customers might want to see that link later. And right. It. That sounds fabulous. Um, and then I think, you know, one of the other things that I wanted to point out here is that I think one of the strategies that people are using, um, and you even touched on this, Marianne, is that people are saying, okay, well, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to go and check out the privacy notice that I've seen, you know, one of these millions that I've seen emailed to me and I'll just, <laughs> you know, I'll just take a copy of that. But I think the important thing is that GDPR compliance is not just replicating a document that no, is, you know someone not. else's notice. It's about understanding that notice and its application to you. It's about living what you say in that notice, but it's also about being very careful about the interplay between what that notice might say and your rights and obligations or, or non obligations under Australian privacy law. So you just have to be very careful as a business if you're based here in Australia, not to suddenly make yourself liable for non-compliance with particular 
elements that you might set out in your privacy notice if you didn't actually have an obligation under Australian privacy law to meet those elements. So there's a lot here for businesses to understand that might, on the face of it, perhaps look more simple than it is. So, and and I think, Marianne, this is where, you, you know, the event that you're putting together, together with the kit, with information about how people apply some of these principles in their, you know, in their, invo- in their own business environment are so important. Well, yeah, and um, that's why we put this GDPR handbook together and there's a checklist, you know, there's, in terms of marketing to people, you've got to be so careful now what you do because there's a, a there's not only the privacy policy, like you were saying, there's a cookie policy, there's a, a processor policy, and there's different levels. Um, you know, there's a controller, which is the company, and then there are processes, which are, could be staff members or they could be third parties that you're dealing with. So, you know, you've got to have processes agreements and those processes must be GDPR compliant. So there's a lot more to it. And um, and the way marketing has been done and artificial intelligence on selling to people, there are some really big changes um, happening. So I think that's why it's really, really important to do some training, get the kit by all means, but the training is important, the email support and, of course, the Australian law and what it means for you because there could be some citizens, I think, that, you know, only have a couple of people on their database who are EU citizens and maybe they can actually handle that separately. Yeah. I think we, you and I talked about that before, Joanna. Yeah. But if you have quite a few, if you're an online business and you sell quite a bit of stuff to the of merchandise to the EU, you really need to be very, very careful because is that data being processed through China? Is it through India? Is it through GDPR compliant companies? They're the things that you really got to look at. Who's right. looking at your data? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. All right. So, look, let's, I, I guess, just as a quick summary here, and we'll, we'll put a link through in our show notes through to details of the event and details of the kit so you, you can find out more. Um, oh, and also, we've got, a, we've got a webinar that people might want to go on, and oh, that's great. free. Um, that's next Monday the 18th, and if you could put a link to that too, Joanna. Absolutely, we will. that's a one-hour webinar at 4pm and Mark James, who's done 1,100 companies, 4,500 churches, I think it was 11 universities, accounting firms, legal firms, he's actually trained a lot of organisations to become GDPR compliant. So anyone who wants to go on that webinar would probably really benefit from understanding what's involved. And he's going to go through some of the templates and 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 just talk for an hour about what's involved. And right. I think that's especially those customers who have EU clients, be really good for them to listen to that. Oh, look, that sounds fantastic. Well, we'll link to that in our show notes. A lot of people um, listen to these podcasts well into the future of when we um, make them live. So if the events that we're talking about here and the webinar that we're talking about here are past the date that you're listening to this podcast, then we probably will have some recordings available. So what we'll do is we'll just make sure in the show notes that we also link to any recordings that have existed if you happen to be listening to this podcast after the dates that we're talking about here. So, okay, let's wrap this up with a little bit of a summary. I guess just as the first pointer, GDPR legislation is here. 
it's here right now. It's commenced. So it's on foot. I think the second point is it's not Australian legislation. However, it, it might impact businesses in Australia. The sorts of things businesses need to think about are probably firstly the extent to which you have any of your clients or your databases based in the EU. And then you need to have a bit of a think about whether or not you need to be looking at the legal policies and your agreements and potentially your systems if to the extent that you have clients or people on your database that are based in the EU. Now, Liz or Marianne, do you have any other quick things to throw out there? Anything else that our businesses who are listening in should be considering in relation to this new legislation? Um, No, but I mean, I'm really interested to hear how long it's going to be before the Senate motion becomes law. I mean, I don't know how you can predict that, but um, all the information commissioners in Australia, privacy information commissioners in Australia, talk to the National Information Commissioner, and I'm sure that they're putting in place something at the moment because, you know, if it's gone through the Senate, it can't be that far away. Mm. Is that your, your thinking, well, look, I don't know. I haven't heard much buzz around no, it. No, no, me neither. Have you? No, no, not much on your side. So, um, you, you know, certainly from our perspective, we haven't heard much buzz around it being mirrored in Australian legislation. The legislative process here in Australia can take quite a while. <laughs> well, anywhere really, but it'll be really interesting to watch this page. And look, I, I think whether or not it becomes law anytime soon here in Australia or impacts our current laws as they are at the moment in the Privacy Act, of course, if your business, even if you don't have European clients right now, it might be that as your business expands, you do. So it's certainly something for businesses to keep, you know, keep front of mind, I think, as they're expanding and growing. Absolutely. I think that's, especially because we seem to be a, a pretty digital savvy country and we've got a lot of online entrepreneurs um, doing some amazing businesses all over the world. And so, you know, it's just like, yeah, we've got to make sure that these people know about it. I mean, you don't want to be the person who got who was made the example of doing the wrong thing, do you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, look, thank you so much, Marianne and Liz, for joining us today. It was great. We should do more discussions in the future. I like this panel of three. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah, it look, I mean, I'm sure that we will further down the track once we've sold some more kits. And Well, like, you see it in practice as well. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's very examples. interesting to see how this all evolves. Absolutely. And perhaps we've got to get Mark on here as well. Absolutely. Um, Mark yeah. from Mojo U because I think he would be a terrific one to for your, um, you know, listeners to you know to hear from I mean he's the one who's running the um the webinar so and look at and, and I think, you know, you're absolutely right because here we are, well, all three of us are here sitting in Australia talking about legislation that hasn't come out of Australia. So, you know, I think in the future maybe we'll look to have, um, particularly as we see the evolution of this legislation now starting to be applied, really love to hear, a, you know, a European perspective. You know, how are businesses dealing with it overseas? 
I agree with you. I mean, what he said to me the other day when I was chatting to him that um, it took uh, one company who had done all their GDPR compliance, and it took them 18 months, I think, to put it together. They're a, a chiropractor firm of 50 people. They had 50 customers, regular customers. One of their customers said, uh, we want to know where our data is. And so they went online and they were able to tell their customer everything within eight minutes. Wow. Gosh. And that's because of the processes that were put in place by Mark and all the all the templates. It's fantastic opportunity for anyone who wants to actually learn this stuff and put better processes in place in their own organisations. Great. Thank you again, Marianne and Liz. We'll leave it there, but we'll probably be back to you at some stage in the future to give you an update on, uh, on this uh, new and developing area. But until then, check out the show notes um, and go and have a look. If you are lucky enough to be listening to this before the 18th for the webinar and the 20th for the event in, um, in Melbourne, then check out the show notes to see how you can go along as well. But have no fear if you're listening to this after that date, there's still loads you can do. So check out the show notes. We'll leave you lots of information about how you can access the kit and get in contact with all of the people on this call as well as Mark. Thanks, guys. Well, that's it for our episode on the GDPR and its impact on Australian businesses. If you'd like more information about this topic, then please just head over to our website at talkinglaw.com.au. Through that website, you'll also be able to find details of how to contact our lawyers at Aspect Legal if you'd like help with any of the items that we covered today in relation to privacy and its impact on your business or the GDPR. Also, if you would like to contact Marianne at the Master Advisor Program and participate in some of these really useful information and learning events Marianne Waldron has on offer. And indeed, if you'd like to look at purchasing the kit full of templates and assistance and advice, including the advice of our lawyers here at Aspect Legal. Just head over to those show notes at talkinglaw.com.au where you can find links through to each of the seminars, webinars, and kits that we spoke about on the podcast. And finally, if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please pop over to your favorite podcast player and hit subscribe. And if you really enjoyed it, then consider leaving us a review. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening in to Talking Law and Joanna Oki. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au.